Welcome to SF Site Audio Reviews. For this podcast, we're listening to The Great Secret by L. Ron Hubbard. The four unabridged stories under this title are read by a multicast featuring Bruce Boxleitner. A man in search of infinite wealth and power instead discovers the rules to a cruel universe. A galactic battleship survives the ultimate test. A hunter tracks down an alien beast that acts like no other beast he's ever encountered. And a rich kid must first become a slave before he can become a man. Wonderful titles. The Great Secret. The Tin Can. The Beast. The Slaver. This is the stuff of Pulp Fiction. And L. Ron Hubbard was a master of the form. In the 1930s and 40s, Hubbard cranked out hundreds of thousands of words, publishing countless westerns, adventures, and especially science fiction short stories in the inexpensive upstart magazines of the day. In the next six years, Galaxy Audio plans to bring scores of these stories to life, with name actors and multicast unabridged performances. Here's Bruce Boxleitner reading from The Great Secret. The Great Secret, which was almost within his reach, would bring him water. It was reputed to bring everything, to be the key of anything. With controlled rationality, he sought the mighty golden plaque, which men said held the inscription. He knew he would find it. He knew the language in which it had been written, and he had a dictionary of that language as the only possession he had brought through. Water. He steadied his nerves and sought calmly. His jaw ached with his swollen tongue, and he could barely breathe. But he knew he would find the thing for which he sought. He was Fanner Marston. He was destined for greatness. Fanner Marston, ruler of the universe. And what things would those riches buy? Boxleitner does a great job creating tension and moral expectations, but there's heavy-duty action with appropriate banging and booming sound effects just around the corner in the tin can. Ensign Waden adjusted his screen with a motor button and gave a swift check to the computator, and then, because he was already ranged, sent all six guns of the port battery into a furious crescendo. The menace, dancing sideways from the recoils and being jabbed back by the adjusters, shivered with some vague premonition. The Saturnian destroyer passed through the cone of concentration, sliding sideways to the menace at a swift pace to throw off range and for some other purpose which was not to be fathomed for several seconds. The Saturnian's guns were winking bright spots, and her flame wake, as it turned to white powdery smoke, curved and feathered. She was a well-built little vessel, a few feet longer than the menace and thicker through. Lieutenant Carter scanned space with his detector, but found no sign of reinforcement for the remaining destroyer. The menace shivered as she was knocked off course. Motor button? Computator? Cone of concentration? One of the nicest things about the early days of pulp magazine science fiction is that they presage Star Trek and Star Wars. The imagination and vocabulary to describe the universe was wide open, and Hubbard made great use of it. Because he was writing so much so quickly, some critics point out that L. Ron Hubbard never really settled on a personal writing style. However, he never ceased to create heart-pounding, emotionally-gripping action in his scenes. Here's an example where Cree and Dana take their rescue into their own hands in The Slaver. Cree glanced back down the ladder into the noisy ship. A guard was coming up to take over his appointed duty. Cree stepped deeper into the room and gripped Dana's hand. He unlimbered a gun and held it loosely. 
The sailor stepped through the door, and Cree shot him between the eyes. Come on, said Cree, and hurried Dana beside him. The officer on watch turned toward the door, not much alarmed, for shot and footfalls were swallowed in the dinning gongs. Cree fired from the waist, and then, in the few seconds he thought he could spare, began to smash the fire control panel and throttles with a series of flame cartridges. Look out! Screamed Dana into the clamor. Cree ducked and then spun. The shot went over his head. His own aim was not as bad, but the guard went tumbling backward down the ladder to lie inertly at the bottom. Of course, L. Ron Hubbard went on to greater focus and renown with Dianetics and Scientology, but you can hear him tinkering with the huge questions of how individuals take on an unwieldy and infinite universe, even in his early fiction. Now, you may not collect every last L. Ron Hubbard Golden Age CD, because there's going to be an awful lot of them. But from this sample, I'd say you'll be guaranteed great production and outstanding storytelling. We've been listening to The Great Secret by L. Ron Hubbard. This two-and-a-half-hour audiobook of four unabridged stories is read by a multicast and published by Galaxy Audio. Reviewing for the SF site, I'm Brian Price.